Welcome to the Journey Student Ministry Podcast. We're glad you're here. JSM exists to engage students in the process of knowing Christ. We pray that this podcast engages you and encourages you to be more like Him. Y'all doing good? Hey, hey. Man, it's so... It's so awesome to be hanging out with y'all. Man, I absolutely love y'all. Y'all, y'all are just amazing. Like, give yourself like a not, I would say a hand clap, but just scream for me real quick. Scream for me. <laughs> middle school students doing what middle school students love to do. That is scream. Hey, let's go ahead and pray real quick, and then we're gonna dive straight into the message for tonight. God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much, God, for these leaders and these students. We ask God that you allow your presence to be in this room. I pray, God, that you open the hearts and the minds of every person that is here. And God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that they will hear from you and not from me. I pray, God, that I decrease and that you increase. Speak through me to them so they can hear what you're trying to say to all of us. Thank you so much for your grace and for your mercy. We pray this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. So we start a new series tonight. Um, it is an all-in series. Whenever you hear somebody say all-in, that means that everybody is doing it. They're doing it on Sundays. They're doing it on um, Sundays here. They're doing it Sundays in Journeyland. And then we're doing it here on Wednesday nights. And tonight, I have the opportunity to talk to you guys about this wonderful guy and his homeboys. That's what I'll call them. Um, Daniel and his friends. Daniel's and his friends. And what's going on in Daniel's and his friends' life, the children of Israel or the Jews have been in captivity right now they're in captivity and the reason why they're in captivity is because they have done something really really bad they've done something wrong they decided to worship idols so god says you know what i'm going to do i'm going to punish you because at the end of the day i want to get you back to the point that you begin to listen to me again side note you do know why you uh, you're punished right the reason why you're punished is when you do something wrong because at the end of the day your parents are trying to get your attention right Right. That's why you get things taken from you. That's why um, you some of y'all may get spankings or that's what they call them now, which I don't know anymore. Or whoopings. I, they used to call them whoopings back in the day. You get whoopings. Um, when I was in school and I was you guys age, my mom would tell me to go and get a switch. And then she'll say, don't bring no small one either because you bring a small one. You're going to go back and get another one. And then one day I decided to go and bring a small one. She beat me with that one and she beat me with the big one, too. I think I still got like a whip, like right down the side of my leg. No, I'm just playing. Uh, Mom, I'm just playing if you're watching this. But anyway, so th- these guys, they're in, in, um, they're in captivity, and they're there because of disobedience. And while they are there, God is still working for them. God is still doing something amazing in their life. And in Daniel's life and in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he's working in their lives. And then what ends up happening is that Daniel makes a decision that he says, you know what? I'm not going to defile myself and eat the king's food or drink his wine. He's not going to do it. And the reason why Daniel doesn't want to do that is because their food and their drink have been offered to idols. And in the the Jewish tradition, anything that was offered to idols, they were not allowed to participate in. They were like, nope, man, you know what? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to get caught up in that. I'm going to do the right thing. It's almost to the point that Daniel and his friends were not willing to compromise their integrity to please someone else. If you don't know what integrity is, I'm going to ask you, what is integrity? What, What is integrity? What does that mean? That's a big word. What is that word? What does that mean? What you got, Ebear? What you got, Ebear? 
What? Say that one more time. Say it with some authority, man. Say it, say it loud. That is absolutely right. Doing something right when nobody else is looking. Question. Do you guys always do the right thing? Oh. Man, I thought y'all were middle school, so I thought y'all were perfect. I thought y'all were little angels. Y'all don't do nothing wrong. Give me one. Give me two. I thought y'all were little angels. I thought y'all were always right. I thought y'all always did every single thing right. And so tonight... I want to talk to you guys why and having integrity is so important for the believer. Why having integrity is so important for the believer. In verse 8 um, of the book of Daniel, chapter 1, I would say during your time, make sure you go and read the whole chapter. This is what verse 8 says. It says, but Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food or with the wine that he drank. Therefore, he asked the chief of the eunuchs to allow him not to defile himself. The very first thing that I want to tell you tonight as it relates to integrity is this. Why integrity is important. Integrity is important because it is not built on the culture, but on godly convictions. You have to have godly convictions. You have to be able to say, man, I am not going to compromise my beliefs to please you. Because I'm pretty sure all of us, um, I was in middle school, man, and my friends would try to get me to do things that I knew that was really ungodly. My friends, they were always cussing. They were always lying. Make you feel any better, they were always stealing too. But none of your friends do that, right? None of the people that you hang around do anything like that. you like, no, my friends don't do that. And then I'm going to give you that, I'm going to give, give me one, give me two. Then I'm going to give you that dad crazy look when you look at me and tell me that. Like, really? Like, really? And I just heard somebody say I'm a Christian. Boy, you better stop. Christians lie. They cheat. They steal, too. No, we don't. Yes, you do. You got caught cheating on your test like a couple of days ago. Why you, what, what you tripping about? Ooh, yeah. I call you out. Uh-huh, yeah. You, you, better yet, you were lying to your parents a couple of days ago. Did you clean your room? Yeah, mama, I clean it. You got stuff all in the flow. Not in the floor, but in the flow. You got stuff all everywhere. Give me one. Give me two. You got to have godly convictions. You have to have godly convictions because you can't allow the culture to dictate how you should live your life. And the in this world that we live on now, the culture is constantly dictating to us how we should live, what we should do. And these guys are in smack dab in the middle of a culture that does not fit their customs to the point that the king says, you know what? I want you to train them in middle school for three years. And at the end of the three years, they're going to be exactly who I want them to be. You're going to teach them our literature. You're going to teach them our language. You're going to teach them how to worship our gods. You're going to teach them how to eat our food. You're going to teach them to do to play our games you're gonna teach them about Fortnite. you're gonna teach them about um about ordering stuff on amazon you're gonna teach them about watching youtube you're gonna teach them about doing every single thing that they like to do because at the end of the day you know what that means the culture wants you to look like them and not look like god they don't want you to look like jesus and that's why having integrity is so important for the believer. You have to have godly conviction to say, you know what? I'm going to draw a line in the sand that I'm not going to do that. 
And that's what Daniel and his homeboys did. Like, I want some friends like Daniel, like Daniel friends, like Shetrat, Meshach, and Abednego. I want some friends like that. I want some friends that are willing to ride or die with me. I want some friends that will call me out on my mess. I want some friends that will say, Pat, your breath stank. Can you please go get a breath mint? I want those kind of friends. Them the kind of friends that Daniel had. Them the kind of friends that they had. Daniel was a leader to his friends because Daniel had godly conviction to do the right thing. Ethan Bear already said that doing the right thing is doing, um, having integrity is doing the right thing when nobody else is watching. When you look at this, this particular text, you see that Daniel has self-control. He can't control himself. It's almost like being in here right now and you're listening to me talk, but you are moving all over the place because you can't keep still. I'm trying to listen to Mr. Patrick, but I can't listen to Mr. Patrick because I got to chase rabbits. I know he's saying something good, but it really don't matter right now. So I'm all over the place. You're just moving all over the place. You're like a, you're like a little squirrel. you hear here one day and you hear the next. You're like, ooh, ooh, Mr. Patrick, ooh, that sounds real good. You like, slow down, slow down, slow down. And Mr. Patrick, like, whoa, give me one, please, slow down. But that's what you do. You're all over the place. Daniel had self-control. Not only did Daniel have self-control, Daniel was also self-aware. How do I know that Daniel was self-aware? Daniel was self-aware because Daniel knew the word. Daniel could not tell the chief that he didn't want to do that unless Daniel knew the rules that the Jews lived by. He couldn't do that. So which tells me that knowing your Bibles may be important. It may be more important than you knowing how to find some on YouTube. Y'all don't watch YouTube though, right? Man, y'all are good Christian middle schoolers. Please stop. Please stop. And see, what happens in our life is this, is that Daniel is telling us he wants us to unmask and take off the fakeness and be the person that God has called us to be. And see, what ends up happening in our lives is this, is that when you don't have godly convictions, All right, so, uh, all right, all right, can you hear me? All right, give me one, give me two. See, when you don't have godly convictions, you walk around being phony and you being fake. Now, you know this is me. You know this is me. You know this is Patrick. You know, by my, you know it by my voice. You know it by the shoes I got on, by the walk. You know it's me, right? And see, you're laughing and playing and giggling, and you think that is funny, but the problem with, with this some of you got on mask now and you haven't taken off your mask. Oh, don't get quiet. Please don't. Don't get quiet. Don't get quiet. You got a mask on right now because you're not living by godly convictions. You haven't made a decision to say, you know what, I'm going to do what is right regardless of what my friends say. I'm going to do what is right and have self-control regardless of what everybody else is doing. I'm going to do the right thing. And the purpose of this series is this is that God is asking you to take off your mask so that he can, so you can be who God has called you to be, but you can't do that unless you have godly convictions. It doesn't work like that. You can't be who you want to be and be who God has designed for you to be. It doesn't work like that. So God wants you to follow him and Daniel and his homeboys. Yes, I said homeboys. 
They're a great example for us about how we should be, that we cannot allow the culture to dictate who we should be, that we should let God's word dictate who God has called us to be. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, it says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. That is your true and proper worship. Favorite verse right here. He says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God will wills will is his good and pleasing and perfect will. First John two fifteen through 17 says this. Do not love the world or the things in the world. Anyone who anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the desires of the flesh the desires of the eyes and the eye of possessions is not from the father but from the world and the world is passing away along with its desires so but whoever does the will of god abides forever you got to have godly convictions when i was in high school um um, I was riding with a group of friends of mine in a car and um, about, I don't even know if I should share this with you. You're probably going to look at me differently. That's what you say now. But let me tell the story. Um, I was riding with a group of friends and um, I think I may have been in the 10th grade. I was like 16. I mean, and that doesn't mean I like was left back. I didn't fail a grade or anything. I was just, oh, my birthday fell late. So I'm riding with my friends, and about 80 to 90% of my friends decided that um, they would smoke. You know, they want to smoke. And um, I'm in the car, and my friend pulls out some illegal substance, and I say to him, what are you doing? He says, I'm having fun. I look at him. I said, uh, what are you doing? You do know that if you get caught, we are all going to jail. My daddy is crazy. And my mama crazy. If I go to jail, I may stay the night. I can't afford to stay the night. And I said all that to say this, is that even though I was in the car with my friend, I didn't do what he did. And I, I, I have never done it, ever. I'm 40 years old. I don't, man. I, I told my friends, like, why are you clapping? Are you clapping? Are you, you clapping. Look at that. all Look at that. Look at that. Wow. You, you, you clapping because I never smoke weed. But you, ain't, you didn't ask me to smoke a cigar. Look at that. The kids, boy, these kids these days, I swear. Now, now let, let me say that again. Now, I said I didn't smoke weed. I didn't say I never smoked a cigar. Hold on. Give me one. Give me two. And I didn't say I never... I, I never did anything else. And you all clapping. He never smoked weed. He loved Jesus. Oh, you do know there are other stuff that you can do that you can get in trouble for, right? I'm just, you know, middle school students don't do stuff like that, though. Y'all are angels. Y'all are angels. Give me one. Give me two. I said all that to this, man, that we have to have godly convictions, that we have to be willing to set examples in front of our peers, even when our peers are doing the wrong thing. Daniel and his friends have self-control 
they, they had self-awareness, they had self-esteem that they were not going to allow um, what was going on around them to change how they felt about God. They knew God's word. Another reason why um, having integrity is, is important because God is always working in the background. He is always working in the background of your life. This is what verse nine says. And God gave Daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my Lord, the king who is assigning your food and your drink. For why should he, why should he see that you are in worse condition, worse condition than those, than the youth who are your own age? So when, so would you endanger my head with the king? God is always working in the background of your life. How do I know that? That even though Daniel, Shadrach, and Meshach and Abednego, even though they're in the place that they're in, God is still working. He is still working. God is still working out his plan. And he's doing that not just for them, but he's doing it for himself. Because at the end of the day, you know who wants to get the glory? It is not you. It is God. God is still working in the background of their life because God is putting them in a position to do something great. And what ends up happening in our lives, man, that we think when we think that God has given up on us as students, when we think that we've done something that is so bad and so wrong, when we think people have given up on us, God is still working in the background. For 2,000 plus years, God was working in the background to show us King Jesus. He was working in the background that he always had a plan in the background. There was a song that Lecrae sings. Um, it's a pretty old song and I'm not going to sing it. So don't ask. No. Why, why, why are y'all always asking me to sing these songs? <sighs> Give me one. Give me two. Y'all know I don't know the words and y'all going to ask me to sing them anyway. I honestly think y'all like me making a fool of myself. <laughs> and you know what? Give me one. Give me two. I don't mind making a fool of myself. <laughs> All right. So the song, the song goes something like he says something like, I can play the background. I can play the background. Uh, I know sometimes I get in the way, so God wants you to take the lead, lead, lead. You can go and look it up on um, Apple Music or Pandora. Like, like I, I, I did sing it. I was like, <laughs> give me one, give me two. I'll sing another song. Just give me a few minutes. Give me a few minutes. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. God is always working in the background. And the reason why God is working in the background of your life is because of the favor that is on your life. Um, the Bible says that Daniel had favor, not just with God, but also with the people that was in charge. He had favor with them. Not only did he have favor, uh, Daniel knew of God's promises. Because the Bible tells us that God promised never to leave us nor forsake us. Not only that, Daniel was operating on faith. He believed that even if I did this, God was going to take care of me. And if you read later in the story, there's a lot that happens in Daniel's life that Daniel says, man, you know what? I'm not going to bow down and do what you want me to do. I'm going to have godly convictions because I understand that God is working in the background of my life. God is working in the background of my life. God is working in the background of your life. Even when you don't see that he's working, he is still working. He's still doing it. How do I know that? Even when you don't see your parents working, 
they're working. And you know what they do? They get paid. And when they get paid, you know what happens? They go and buy you something. They feed you. They put clothes on your back, shoes on your feet, food in your belly so that you can eat. And you know why? Because they're working in the background. You don't see what's going on. You don't see it at all. But you know that they're working. It's the same thing that happens for Christmas. You give them a Christmas wish list and you're like, man, I know they're going to work it out. And they give you every single thing that's on that list because they're working in the background. You don't know what's going on, but all you know is they are working in the background. And why are they working in the background? The reason why they're working in the background is because they have a plan for you. The reason why God is working in the background of your life is because God has a plan for you. He has a plan for you. There's a song a um, friend of mine put it on uh, Facebook a, a couple of days ago. Now, now God knows I'm not going to, I'm not even going mess, to mess this thing up and, and butcher it because I would just, it would be bad for Jesus and for everybody else. But the song, it, it says this. We sing it around here. It's called Waymaker, right? It's called Waymaker. And, and, and Jet's over there like, yep, Mr. Patrick, that's it right there. If you ask me to sing it, I swear for Lord Jesus, I'll sing it right now. I'll tear the house down. I'll tear the house down. I'll tear the house down. All right, here we go. Give me one. Give me two. But the song, there's a part in the song that says this. It says, even when I don't see it, you are working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. God never stops working working he is always working the bible tells us that he 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 nor sleeps nor slumbers like he is always working in the background of our lives and while the children of israel they're in captivity god is still working for himself to get the glory that's what he's doing that's what he's doing i know y'all wanted me to sing that song but you don't no no god no 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 No, I will not do it because I give me one. Give me two. I am not going to butcher that song. And then somebody's going to come behind me and sing it on a Sunday. And all that you're going to remember is how bad I'll sound. No, you, you will not do that to me. Give me one. Give me two. So integrity is important because God is working in the background. Now, now I will do this. I'll do this. I'll set aside two minutes right now. If there is a student that, that no, 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 no. Let me, let me go ahead and put the disclaimer right here right now. You're not going to be the same with the mic because we cannot share the mic. We're still in a pandemic. If you know that, not. social distancing, baby, social distancing. But what I'm willing to do is this. If you have the courage and you know the words to the song, I will give you 30 seconds to sing it. And that is it. Or better yet, if there's a leader that would love to sing like 30 seconds of it. All right. Going once. Going twice. So, all right, we're not doing it. All right, give me one. Give me two. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Man, I love having fun with y'all. Y'all know that. All right, so here we go. Another reason why integrity is important. Maybe we got like 10 minutes and then I'm getting ready to get you guys out of here. Another reason why integrity is important for the believer is because it opens doors for the believer. Verse 15 says this, at the end of the 10 days, it was seen that they were better in appearance and fattier in flesh than all the youths who ate the king's food. So the steward took away their food and gave 
took away their food and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables. As for the for the four youths, God gave them learning and skill and literature and in wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. God opened doors for Daniel and his friends. Why? Because of their obedience. That's why integrity is important. Because God works in the background so he can open doors for you. Which also means it works in the opposite way too. Which means if you choose not to have integrity, that means that God probably will close doors for you. That is why being honest is so important. It is so important. And see, I always hear this whenever um, students get caught. <sighs> well, I, you know, I lie because I ain't want to get in trouble. That is the dumbest thing in the world. And I know it's dumb because my son tells me that all the time. Well, I didn't want to get in trouble. Now, you do realize you're going to get in more trouble right now. Like, it is, a, it is about to go down. Like, for me, you know, like one of my pet peeves, and this is a pet peeve of mine, um, don't lie to me. Like, Lord, please don't lie to me. I'll tell anybody, we having a conversation, don't lie to me. Do not lie to me. I want to be able to trust you, and you need to be able to trust me, so don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to close doors for you, and I want you closing doors uh, for me. I want God to be able to do what, it is, do what it is that he is called to do in my life, so I have to make sure that I stay upright. I have to make sure that I'm connected to him because I want to have integrity. God opens doors when we're obedient to him. Daniel and his friends drew a line in the sand and said, you know what? I'm not going to do this thing. I'll learn your culture. I'll learn your language. I'll learn about everything else, but this is one thing I will not do. I'm not going to compromise my belief to appease you i'm not going to do that and even as middle school students even today man you guys have to be able to not compromise your beliefs to please other people because at the end of the day you know what god wants you to do god wants you to grow he wants you to grow in the knowledge of knowing him and you can't grow in the knowledge of knowing him when you're compromising your beliefs you can't because what ends up happening is that you look more like the world and less like Jesus. So not only that, when we look at God opening doors, God opens doors for Daniel and his friends to have grace. They have grace. They have unmerited favor. They don't deserve to be in the position that they're in. Daniel and his friends are is a special remnant of people that are left over. Everybody else is doing wrong. And almost a picture like this right here. All Daniel's other friends are sitting there just eating up all the food. All the McDonald's they can eat, all the Zacks they can eat. And Daniel and his homeboys are saying, like, you know what, man, man, ain't no French fries from McDonald's. Man, please. Daniel's friends are like, man, I'm gonna eat these collard greens over here. And I mean, I'm gonna eat the, I'm gonna eat the, I'm gonna eat these butter beans over here. I'm gonna eat these green beans over here. That Daniel like definitely I'm gonna eat that corn over here. Now, you, now, I, now, I don't know why y'all getting all excited about that. The moment your parents put that on your plate for Thanksgiving, you like, I don't want that. You ain't got nothing else. Give me one. Give me two. That's what happens in our lives, man. When we have integrity, it opens doors for the believer. And when we look at the text, we see that Daniel and his friends, they're very genuine. They're real. They've taken off their mask. They're taking off their mask. And the reason why they're taking off their mask is because they have a relationship with Jesus. 
They have a relationship with God. That's why. There's a, a friend of mine, good friend of mine, um, as it relates to God opening doors. This friend of mine, he's a coach, great guy, and um, he was coaching um, a football team um, here in the CSRA, coaching middle school team. He coaches several other sports. And his dream, one of his dreams was to be able to coach varsity football. And you know what he did? He did the right thing. He had integrity. He made sure that he was doing the right thing when nobody else was watching. He did the right thing by his players. He did the right thing by the team. He did the right thing by his wife, by his kids. He took care of them. He did the right thing. And because he did the right thing, God opened the door for him to be able to have this uh, varsity team. And the team that he has right now, man, they're like 5-0. and oh. I think they're 5-0, and oh, getting ready to be 6-0. and oh. And all of that happened because he had integrity to do the right thing. God will open doors for you when you do the right thing. When you tell the truth, you know what? You know what? I didn't study the night for. I didn't. I didn't study for this test. I, I. You know what? I stayed up all night watching YouTube, and YouTube was just so good. I just couldn't get rid of it. And I knew I had a test. I made a fifty on it. And is there anything you can do? There are times, man, when you tell teachers that. I know when I was a teacher, there were times, man, I would give a little grace to a student and say, you know what? This is what I'll allow you to do. This is what I'll allow you to do. I will allow you to correct two or three of, the, of your answers. Just two or three. And the reason why that happened is because a lot of times people are just being honest. Just be honest, man. I'm telling you, it opens all kinds of doors for you. And that's why his integrity is important. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 18 and 16, it says a man gives, makes room for him and brings him before great men. Your take home for tonight is this. Integrity is shaped under pressure, so handle the pressure. Integrity is shaped under pressure, but you've got to handle the pressure. All of us in here, in some way or form, man, have had our integrity compromised. But the amazing thing about God is this, is that even when that happens, we have the opportunity and the ability to go to him and ask for forgiveness. Because at the end of the day, God is working in the background of our lives because God has something better for us. And tonight, more than anything, what I want you to do as students and as leaders, I want you to take off your mask and put on the mask of God and be the person that God has called you to be. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much, God, for these leaders and these students. And I ask even right now, in the name of Jesus, that was something that was said on tonight will touch their hearts and minds and their spirits so that they can be more like you. Thank you, God, for what you have done in their lives. And I pray even right now, in the name of Jesus, if there's any students in here, God, that they're, they're wearing a mask, they're being fake, they're being phony, I promise right now, I pray right now, in the name of Jesus, that they begin to have a conversation with you. They talk to their small group leader and they begin to confess whatever it is, God, that's holding them back. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that they understand that having integrity is so important. Not only does it open doors for us as believers, God, but allows you to work in the backgrounds of our lives to protect us from things that we cannot see. And not only that, God, we want to have integrity, God, 
so that people will know that we have godly convictions and we're not going to compromise regardless of what the world is doing. Because at the end of the day, we're not here to please the world. We are here to please you. And God, we pray all this in your son's name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Journey Student Ministry Podcast. If you need help taking your next steps, email our team at jsmnextsteps at journeycommunity.net.